0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success Family co hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success Fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the two thousand and twenty-one Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel, where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. hi there superconscious success fam! welcome back to the superconscious success super summit today we are back with doretta gadston if you have not yet heard her story you really have to go to youtube to the superconscious success youtube channel and check it out because it is really inspirational Uh, doretta is an absolutely remarkable woman who teaches others about the power of forgiveness and this is something that you really need to implement in your life because if you are feeling stuck, you are feeling like you are not worthy, um, or any of the above, then uh, forgiveness is something that we really need to need to work on. So, hi, Doretta, how are you? Um,
1: well, thank you, and yourself?
0: Oh, I am incredible, and I'm really looking forward to our interview today because I think you can bring some real nuggets to to people as to. Um, how to forgive and why forgiveness is so important and, um, and what can happen if we don't learn to forgive. So let's start off by just talking about what is forgiveness? Like If you were to define it, what would what would be the definition?
1: I think forgiveness is a choice that you choose to be free,
0: mm-hmm. a choice
1: for you to step out of bondage, a choice that you make to live your best to be your best self. Yeah. That's what I think forgiveness is. It's a choice for freedom.
0: Absolutely. And for
1: peace. For and life.
0: I think I think the thing is forgiveness is forgiveness is such a big topic because all of us go through some adversities in our life. And I believe that adversities are put there to um, help us grow. And we were talking in the in the um, interview, the pre interview that's on YouTube about um, how you know forgiveness is a um, like you said it's a choice but it's also it can cause a lot of tension that's um that's felt within your body and um and i would like you to just go in a little bit for me as to how emotions play a part when it comes to forgiveness because the adversities that we go through such as the the ones that you have gone through, um, with the incest with your father, with the AIDS diagnosis, cancer, losing your husband. You've been through quite a lot, haven't you, Doretta?
1: I have, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: have. And I
0: and I would and I would say that there was a lot of anger and resentment that had built up um, over that time. And so I was just curious as to what emotions like anger, resentment, guilt, shame, all of those Emotions have when it comes to forgiving not only other people, but also ourselves
1: Well, and you you really touched on a lot Jennifer because you I've felt many things I've Against my father and the women that didn't protect me against them. I hold on to anger and resentment
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that
1: point that it had happened to me. I felt shame and little mm, Yeah, and like I wasn't worthy yeah. For uh, for myself, I was I became a drug addict, so I, I have three children that I didn't raise, so I felt guilt, yes. uh, anger towards myself, shame that I couldn't be a good mother. I mean, it took me years to forgive myself. That used to sting me. So it's many many things that I have had to forgive myself, others, and you know just life in general for. And just choose my peace of mind and know that I can't go back and do and redo anything. I could start today. I often say, I may not, I may have been a piss poor mother because mm. of my drug addiction, but I'm a hell of a grandmother. I'm a hell of a nana. Yeah. That's for sure. I could I could live my best day today. Now me holding on to what I could have done or who my father could have been. Because I used to stay there. Why couldn't he have been a different man? Why couldn't he because my father loved me. Yeah. He treated me very specially, but he also crossed a line. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what people, uh, many people in my life, even my husband, up to the day he died, he could not understand why my husband, why my father was still in my life Yeah, because yeah. I had done my forgiveness work. He didn't understand that. He was like, this man ruined your life or I allowed him that act. To, to affect my life for many years. Yeah. But i made the choice to free myself from that. Or I would still be getting high. Or I would still be suffering. Or I would still be a miserable person. I was miserable then. Yeah. I was and angry so- all the time. I was abusing people around me. When we hold on to anger and resentment and shame and guilt, we bleed on everybody around us. Isn't mm-hmm. it? We don't just hurt ourselves. But our attitude comes out on other people. And so our relationships are murky. Not just that one relationship all of our relationships become murky okay because we see through the eyes of an angry, resentful, shameful person. So we, it colors our world until we let go. So we make the choice. Cause I always say forgiveness is a choice that you make for yourself.
0: Absolutely. Not and an so when choice. you, when you made the decision that you were going to forgive your, your father and forgive the women that didn't protect you, um, was there an aha moment that, you you did say in the um, YouTube introduction that um, that there was a man that came into your life that was very special, and um, really made you wake up to that. Um, was he kind of like your aha moment, like you call him your angel,
1: or was no, it something it else? He wasn't the aha moment about the forgiveness. He was the aha moment about me being able to change my life. Yeah. So he started. He started the bold. The he started my elevation so to speak
0: making you my realize heart. that you're worth it and that, exactly. that you could do it
1: yeah that i was worthy i knew that in the back of my mind mm. so when he spoke it to me it was like he lit something that was already in me because yep. he would always say you bigger than this you're mm-hmm. much bigger than this and i knew that but i didn't know how to to get out of it sometimes all we need is somebody to take our hand and guide us and they yeah. may not be there for a lifetime they uh-huh. they, may, they may just be there for that moment. To get us through that that phase but that's what i needed and the person that helped me to open the door to forgiveness that made me see it was a counselor it was somebody okay. in a rehab i went to an expensive rehab i was blessed to be able to go to a very good rehab to get off for drugs um because when i was with him i was still getting high but i was clean now My, yeah. you could look at me i had nice clothes i had a good job but i was still getting high Mm. And so I decided one day, you know what? I don't want to do this level of getting high either. I may not be shooting drugs, but I'm putting it in my nose. So I I just decided. And when I went to the rehab, the woman, when I was ready to go home, she said, "If you think you could leave here after 30 days and go home with anger and resentment, you'll you'll be you'll get high for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, you'll be back to I'm where
1: you started. It'll yeah. eat at you. She said you have to." work on this. And so she invited me to go to Minnesota for another six months to really do healing work, mm-hmm. forgiveness work around my father, my, around my own life, you know, and I took her up on that. See, that's the whole thing. You, yeah. Doors could be open. You have to walk through them. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to. And so I heard her and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And that started my process of going into therapy, of journaling, of being open, of being willing to forgive all of them, because it was the women and him. It wasn't just him, and it wasn't just the women. It was a a whole group of them. I seen all of them as one that did yeah. not protect me, a child, but protect a grown man. So it was a lot of stuff I had to let go of. And I decided that moment, almost, that I agreed to go to Minnesota. I was like, I'm coming back to New York, a free woman, yeah. not just clean, but free in spirit.
0: Chris did yeah. you? Because did you feel like when you? had that unforgiveness when you that it was really heavy it was really heavy in your heart
1: it was like a cloud i often say it was like a cloud that followed me everywhere yeah a dark cloud it colored like i said in the previous interview with you it colors your whole life yeah it's like you see you don't see clearly like you don't see the sun you see it murky
0: yeah
1: You, you can't laugh like a real laugh like i always used to say on when I you know, when my husband was alive, he gave me belly laughs. Mm-hmm. I couldn't laugh belly laughs back then. I mm-hmm. didn't know how to smile, much less laugh, really laugh, because mm-hmm. I was seeing through those eyes of anger and resentment. Of you hurt me. They hurt me 40 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 10 years ago. They went on, they're going on with their life, and you still holding on to that vision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's and and it, it all. Always- yeah, and it t- it took you. You said you went back for another six months. So it it takes. It's a long process. It's not something oh, no, that is no, no, overnight. six anonymous. months.
1: It didn't happen in six months. No, no, no exactly. And so, it's so like you, that's no, no, no. Just the beginning. Yes, just like you. That I, I tell people all the time in my workshop. It's a process. We're mm-hmm. not going to forgive something that hurt you that much overnight. No, just be willing to take the step. Mm-hmm. And just like life will put people in front of you, opportunities, Th- things will just start happening and you'll become more open, like a blossom. Like you'll start blooming and st- and you do not have to have the person in your life. I chose to have my father in my life. You don't have to speak to nobody to hurt you. No. That's your choice. It doesn't mean because you forgive that they were, you're letting them off the hook. It doesn't mean that you have to sit down and break bread with them. It means that you are choosing to be free. Yeah. that you were choosing to get that memory, have that memory stop stinging you. Like I could see what happened to me and it's almost like I'm looking at it on a screen and it's not me. Because that's how much work I have done around it. Yeah. Before I would cringe or feel some type of way or would affect my sex life with my husband mm-hmm. until I really kept doing the work. Yeah, And then I'm like, I, I could see it. If you ask me to remember, it's so vague and so far away mm. that it's not attached to me. It don't it doesn't if it bump up against me it doesn't hurt me when you, back then if it bumped if you said something if I smell something I go back there yeah. yeah yeah
0: no and and like you said it is a choice that we make and mm-hmm. we can either choose that we're going to be happy and we're going to live our most joyful um, life that we can or we can choose that we're going to hold on to something which like you said happened 10 20 30 40 years ago and we can't change it. We can't go back. And so we can make the choices to whether we we move forward and we forgive those those people. And like you said, you don't have to have them in your life. You don't. You chose you chose to keep your father in your life, um, and yeah, you know, and many many others will. But some, if somebody has hurt you really badly, it doesn't mean you can just you can just cut them off if you want to. But you need to to let go of the hurt. And the holding the grudges, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: and this is what your workshop teaches too. When you do your workshops, right?
1: I, I take them through processes and different, mm-hmm. different uh, energy work and all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They goodness, it me. Yeah, I don't. I can't condense everything. I mean, it took me years, but yeah. I can start them.
0: Yeah, and they can that's
1: right. They can and because you can, you can, guide them. Yeah you, yeah, can exactly, guide them. yeah, you can guide them. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I give them tools, yeah, what I call, I give them a treasure chest of tools that they can reach in there and get something.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And and you did point out that forgiving somebody else doesn't mean that you're saying that it's okay. And I think that's a misconception that people have had. And that's why, that's why they say, oh, but I can't forgive them because, you know, look at what they did to me. But these people go on with their lives and yeah. and often don't even look back because it's you know they're not in the same uh, being being a a spiritual coach like myself and um and in the manifestation field the energy is so important that's around you and yeah. when you're holding on to emotions such as anger and um resentment and fear and all of those emotions that that we hold on to then our energy field is is so negative that all we tend to bring into it are other negative people and we
1: put out what we put out we draw back we're magnets absolutely
0: absolutely and i think that this is one of the reasons why you've got to let this go because the mm-hmm. energy needs to be able to get back that lightness. And we we're talking about that, the joy and the lightness. And making that choice that you're worthy of it mm-hmm. um, is really, really important. Yeah, so, yeah. so if we were to, to be able to give people some steps um, or some tips as to how they could begin to start the forgiveness process uh what would what would be your your top tips that could just just get them started on
1: it the first one is to get still mm-hmm. to get quiet and to ask yourself how willing you are to yeah. forgive are you on a scale from zero to ten how willing are you to forgive and mm-hmm. look at that and one thing that's vital about your healing process is journaling because yeah. when you sit there and write when you sit to ask this question I want you to have a, a a journal and write, how willing are you? And go from there. After that, yeah. write a letter to the person and you don't have to give this letter to them. I wrote many letters before I started. Okay. I will take you step by step. write a letter and you could burn the letter. You don't have mm-hmm. to give it write a, write a letter with no intention. This is your dumping ground. This is your first part. If you've never talked about it or never expressed the anger, act like they're there and just dump it on the paper mm-hmm. and get it out. And write as many letters and as many letters as you can. I wrote many. And then I had the courage to go to them, to go to my father and have a conversation, to go to my uh, the women in my family and have a conversation. And one I never did and never will. I was yeah. at peace with her. Being who she was, and I just let that go.
0: Yeah. But those yeah. are
1: the two. And then another one is you just having, just sitting, sit down and just think about. I, a lot of my healing is through tapping and through meditating and seeing who you could be without this anger and resentment. Yeah. Just close your eyes and see who you could be without this anger, without the hurt, without feeling little. Like who? Who? I had to ask myself. Who could I be without me feeling little? Yeah. Who could I be without me thinking that I was a peach? A dirt, a dirt? Cause that's how I felt. Who could I be without thinking I needed some drugs to feel good. And I had to see that in my head and you know, about manifestation, mm-hmm. I had to see. Who I could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whatever you come out of those three things, take baby steps. If you yeah. need to talk to a counselor, a therapist, because I did. I had years of therapy, mm. you know, not constantly, but when I felt like I needed to dive back in. Like I'm not in therapy now, but I have one on redial. If I need to go back, I go back. I really believe in healing on all levels, you know.
0: Yeah, when you know. when you talk when you talk about the the journaling and the writing the letters, I think the writing the letters are really really powerful. Um, it is because, because there was somebody in my life that um, that I knew I had to forgive. And it's i I had no intention that I was actually going to give him give him the letter, but I sat there and I wrote everything on on paper and um, and then burnt it and the the level of, of relief that that I felt afterwards um, was incredible and what I found was that when it comes to forgiveness, as hard as it can be sometimes, I think recognizing that, that everybody has their, has their own challenges that they're going through and that you can't really know what somebody's going through until you're, you're going, going through it like them.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: none of us are perfect and we, we do make mistakes and some of them are horrific, but at the same time, um, they're all lessons. They're all experiences. Yeah. And I believe that God doesn't put us in any situation that he doesn't think we can handle. I believe that. Yeah, That's and so you know, I think, think that.
1: that. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so I think that if we have faith in God, and we have faith that whatever happens to us is is a learning experience, and it's something that we have to take something from, and like you know, forgiveness and for you know, forgiving the other person is also recognizing that okay, they've made a mistake, um, and you need to forgive yourself as much as you need to forgive them and Mm -hmm. so you managed to learn to forgive yourself for for the errors that you had made
1: um
0: and so um so how long did it take
1: forgiveness forgiveness is like an onion you're peeling it yeah you're looking at them you're looking at yourself because if you have to be able to forgive yourself to forgive it's almost vice versa if you yeah. want God to forgive you, you have to forgive them Yeah. and or inter- to or start with entertaining the thought to forgive them. And then it comes about you because yeah. I had to look at me. Okay. He wasn't a perfect father, but what kind of mother were you? Mm-hmm. I had to so ask myself, hello, the sun. Yeah. okay, you're throwing stones here. I might've not molested my children, but I abandoned them for some drugs. Yeah. So I had to really take a look at that. And for years that was when I talk about bump up and get something sore, that was a sore spot. Until I had to, maybe five, six years ago, come to a point of peace that, you know what? I did that. I'm not the best. I wasn't the best mother. I'm the best mother I could be today if they're open for it.
0: Yeah. One
1: is, another one isn't,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: one is up for adoption. I just pray for him. I don't really know where he is, but yeah. that part took years. But you know the mother role, child, You if you're not a good mother, you're yeah. going to burn in hell. <laughs> so I had to live through that, but I forgave myself. And yeah. I'm the best grandmother. Like I said, I'm the best Nana that I could be, you know, and I have uh-huh. a good relationship with my youngest daughter, who's like 43 years old, but I still call her my, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I had to forgive myself. It took years of talking and writing to me. Yeah. I had letters, letters to me, to the little girl in me, to the teenager in me, to the one that just abandoned her children, who left my son in the nursery at the hospital. Like he was nothing. Yeah. I had to let that go. You know, the nights I have cried about that vision of leaving mm-hmm. that child there, like, cause I was numb and this is what I want to say. And I, I, I think I said every time, if you know anybody that is an alcoholic or a drug, a drug addict, please know that they are living in hell. Mm-hmm. They are not doing that for that. Cause they want it.
0: to, yeah.
1: They are in hell within themselves something mm-hmm. is eating at them it may not be incest like it was for me it may be something else but nobody abuses themselves with drugs and alcohol for the hell of it yeah they got
0: they're on. trying that's
1: they're a, trying to hide stupid, it yes they're trying to, to soothe something yeah mm.
0: yeah absolutely well that's that's fantastic i think you have given so many great tools doretta for for if somebody is dealing with not being able to forgive somebody or feeling like they can't forgive somebody, or if you
1: don't feel like you can forgive yourself, yeah, a um, lot of people we, feel like they can forgive themselves, they not even about anyone else, they, yeah. her, you know, oh, I did you know, I did this to my child, or all oh, this, or oh. no, yeah. you gotta let you gotta forgive, you can't You've go back. realize
0: that, that nobody is perfect, we nobody. all make mistakes, no parent is perfect, so there's no book written to be a parent. It's um, not- so, you know, give yourself a break and, and realise that, you know, you are worthy and it all comes down to self-worth
1: and it all comes down
0: to the amount of love we have for ourselves. And once you start to, to really love who you are and recognise all your amazing qualities and recognise that you are worthy of, of love and friendship and support and you don't need um, all the external um, drugs and alcohol as we as we exactly. talked about and mm-hmm. forgiving yourself do you do you feel like that's a first step to being able to um one of the first steps to recovery as well is that something that plays a big part
1: i kind of think about that
0: mm. yes i do yeah
1: i think that was a, a big part of it my relationship with God and me mm-hmm. forgiving myself.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. and when I
1: was able to forgive myself, I was open. I could open the door to forgive him, even though other people couldn't understand it. And it didn't. I didn't really care about other people understanding no. it. I didn't. No, it's. I still it's, don't. No, I like, it's I laugh it's what, at my father. I talk to my father. We talk about politics, and I see the good part of him because yeah. he had two sides. He had the part that he shouldn't have did, but he had this other part. It was a great father, and you focus
0: me. you focus on the good parts in him, and right. recognize that that other stuff um, was was the mistakes that he made, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't say that he is a terrible person because, like you said, he's you know he's got a good part to him as well, mm-hmm. and not everybody can can see that, and if that's if that's the case, then maybe that person is somebody that you, you may not have in your life, um, mm-hmm. but forgive. No, I allow them to be
1: the way they are. I yeah. really do like my husband i I understood yeah what, what where he was coming from yeah, totally I walk in my steps and not his father
0: no, and you know what so, if it if it also puts you at peace, and that's the thing because if if it was going to if it was going to cause more tension and more angst within you to not make that connection with your dad again, then it's. It's important that you do make that connection, exactly. because because you want to feel that lightness, and and like we said, everybody is different. So yeah. how how you may handle it will be different. But
1: exactly.
0: But I think that you have given them some incredible content today, and yeah. I really do thank you for being on the on the summit and
1: thank you for, for me.
0: sharing your story, which is incredible. And you have. You have lived for 26 years with the AIDS diagnosis, and you are kicking butt, Doretta. Um, and you will continue to do that. So.
1: But you know what, that's mindset. Mm-hmm, because absolutely. when I watched the people, what did that woman tell me? She said, what if you could entertain the thoughts yeah. that you could live through this pandemic? And that was all I needed was that invitation. Give me a positive invitation, honey, I'm taking it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. unity. Unity is about what you see, what you feel, what you think you become. I've yes, said yes. from that moment, I will live through this pandemic. I don't know about nobody else. My sister died. I buried many friends. Half of the, most of the people I shot drunk with are dead. Yes. I knew I would come through it because of my mindset. Your mindset is everything. It is. It and is absolutely. Everything. Yes. It molds your life, your decisions and your choices. You decide not to forgive. That's molding your life you decide to forgive and you could decide to forgive and make it what you want it to be. It doesn't have to look like mine. It could Mm -hmm. look like what gives you peace, like Jennifer said, is what gives you peace.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. And by the way, you look incredible for a grandma, Doretta. Absolutely incredible. So, (laughs) and I think it must be that positive mindset.